Good morning, everyone. It is so glad. We are so that, glad to see you today. That our, is that our, it, are we supposed to go? Are, are we supposed to go in now? Are we go in now or later? We I, in Pastor Matt, what do you think? Now? Dude, no, I, I think Pastor Paul, well, Pastor Paul was supposed to wave to us. Oh, Pastor Matt's only been here for like three weeks. What do we do, Pastor Chris? I don't know. Now. I don't know. It's, we talked about this. Okay, we talked. The countdown. It, yes. Down to the five, intro. Three, two, one. Okay. I don't see I was gonna, your account. Do you hear a countdown? Uh, okay. We're, 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 so, well, okay. Stop, stop. Stop. Yeah. Let's just go in. We go in at the same time. Okay. Everybody will see. It looks like we know what we're doing. No yeah. one will know. No one's going to know. We will look amazing. All right. Turn your mics on. All right. Turn your mics on. Yeah. All right. No one heard us. On three. Here we go. One, two, three. Yep. Yes. Good morning. Hey. What's hey. up, everybody? Good morning. Great to see you guys. Come on. Hey. Good awesome. Good yes. Hey. Love it. Welcome to family day. How many of you excited for family day today? Yes, I am. Don't worry. By the time it's over, you will be super excited yes. for Family Day today. Yes. This, this is the day where we get to do this multi-generational gathering where we celebrate all the awesome things that God is doing in Life Kids. Where you at, Life, life Kids? Life Kids, where you at? Where you at, Life Kids? Come on, yell it out. Come on, Life Kids. Oh, they're here. We, they're get here. To, we get to celebrate everything that God is doing in Life Youth. Where's my Life Youth life at? Youth. There, oh, yeah. there we go. Cool. And, yeah. and adults, let's not, let's not be outdone here, okay? What are we doing in adults here, right? Celebrate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, there we, we go. We got to give the kids. Kids, we got to be louder than the adults. They were, kids they were on quiet. three, give me a shout. One, two, three. That's pretty good. It was higher pitched. I don't think it was louder. 
That's all. Yeah, no, that's, that's, we tried, kids. We tr- but we are so glad that you're here today, where we get the opportunity to experience a little bit of what goes on in each of our services. Because here's the reality: it doesn't matter where you're at at Family Life Church. You're learning to live life for Jesus, yes. and we get to experience that together. So, Pastor Tyler, yeah, would you introduce our faith fact of the day? And for those of you who don't know what that is, every single week, Pastor Tyler in Life Kids teaches a faith fact. And one of my favorite things to do is to go up to the students afterwards yeah. and say hey, what was your faith fact of the day? And I would encourage you to do that because you get to hear everything that they're learning about. So tell us our faith fact of the day. Okay, our faith fact. Kids, you remember how we do a faith fact every Sunday is I am created for a purpose. A purpose? Purpose, Pastor Chris. Oh, Pastor Chris, what a silly goose. Sorry, sorry. sorry. And you know what, adults, here's what's awesome. You can partner with us. When you see kids after service on Sunday, you can say, hey, what was the faith fact of the day today? Yeah. Whoa. So kids, let's show them what we do. Kids, stand up. Where are my kids at? Stand up. Come on, kids. Don't be afraid. Life kids all over. And kids, repeat after me. You ready? Let's do our faith fact. I am created for a purpose. Kids, one more time. Here we go, kids. I am created for a purpose. That's job, pretty good. That's for, hold on. I, I still think like the adults, we could probably do that a little bit louder. Don't no, you think adults? No, no. Come on. Now, how many of you, we have free coffee here, so we expect you to be a little more spry. What? Okay? Yeah, there's free coffee at this church, so there's no reason for you to be ho-hum in this service. Kids all right? don't drink so the coffee. So here we go. For my adults, will you repeat after me? I am, I am created, for created for a purpose. Yes. All right, kids, we can't be showing up. Kids, some youth help us out. Okay, here we go. You get the youth to help you. That's yeah, youth yeah, help yeah, us, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. Come on. Student okay. ministry. Yeah, student ministry. All right, here we go. I am created for a purpose. Thank no, you, Roman. I think we still won. We wow. still won. All right, here's, wow. let's all say it together because yes. I think, you know, that we're all saying the exact same thing just in different times, different ways. But when we say it together, that's what really builds the yes. hope of Jesus in every yes. life. So let's say it together. One, two, three. I, I am created for a purpose. Yes. Give yourself yes. a round of applause. Great job. Awesome. Great awesome. Job. Great job. Well, Pastor Tyler, what's this weird wheel thing doing here? Can you tell us yes. what's going on with that? Kids, how many of you love the wheel? Yes. Not very many of them. Oh, uh, no. They, they, they're raising their hands. Mm. Pastor Chris, we have rules in Kids Church where we just don't shout out. You can't shout? So, no. So they're doing a great job raising oh, their hands. So kids, really great job. I, the wheel, we love new friends at Life Kids. We love when our kids are passionate about bringing friends from school, their neighborhoods, family, to, for us to tell them about Jesus. So the wheel... You get a chance to win candy. Do you like candy, Pastor Chris? That would be real great if I got some candy. <laughs> Pastor Matt, let's try it. Do you like candy? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I like that response better. I like that one better. So that when we awesome. spend, you can win one piece, two piece, or if it lands on E, everyone in the room yes. gets a piece of candy. And that happened twice in first service. So who wants a piece of candy? Okay, now yes, we're talking. Okay. All right, so I'll pick um, a, a student, and if you want to pick an adult, and we'll get a teenager as well. You want to pick I, one of the teens, yeah, I, and I'll get one of the, the, the life kids. Who, who, Where are the life kids at? Life, life kids, life kids. Yes, you. Life youth, who wants it? Let's see here. Life youth, who wants it? How about you right here? Caleb, come on up. Come on up, and you'll spin the wheel. You'd head on up to the stage. 
Oh, I, I got Aaliyah and Caleb. All right, all right, here we go, here we go. Caleb Smalls coming on Perfect, up. perfect. Awesome. We love to get to know. Uh, this speaker does not like me. That speaker does not like you. Yeah, it's, it's I don't know why. I back up a That's little bit. That's the presence of the Lord just coming into the room. That's well, it, it's strong. Okay. <laughs> Speak nice and loudly. Let's get to know our friends. What's your name? Nyla. Nyla. Everyone say hi, Nyla. Hi, Nyla. Nyla, classic kid's question. If you were stuck on an island and you could only eat one food the rest of your life, what would it be? Pizza. Pizza! Pizza! All right. I yes. like that. That's healthy. So... Uh, veggie pizza. Veggie pizza. Don't bring that to an island. Okay. <laughs> Life kids, on three, let's show our adults what we do to get hyped, to get excited. One, two, three. Spin that wheel. All right. So, church, let's warm everybody up. Everyone say spin that wheel on three. One, two, three. Spin that wheel. All right, Nyla, are you ready? We're going to do it real loud and Don't you spin it, it like, with all you. seven muscles. Here we go. One, two, three. Spin that wheel. Uh, oh, e, 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 come, come on, E. Bring it. Bring come it. Where's on. E? Where's the Everyone, e? if it's e. an E, they got to celebrate. Oh, oh, oh. What, what is it? Two pieces. Oh, all right, all right. I'm happy for Natalie. That's Natalie, good. you can run to the back, get two pieces there you of go. candy. There you go. All right, what's your name? Aaliyah. Aaliyah, how excited are you to spin this wheel? Not very excited. Really excited. Oh. Really excited. Out of like, a 10. 20. 20. Yes. Wow. <laughs> All right, Aaliyah, are you ready? Give it a big spin, but wait. Oh, she's ready. Okay. Here we go, church. On three. One, two, three. Spin that wheel. All right, let's ready, go. E. Let's go. E. Let's go. E. Good job, Aaliyah. Pastor right. Matt, you want to get to know our awesome friend right here? Yeah, absolutely. Um, your name? Caleb. And what is your favorite video game? Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Nice, okay. cool. And are you excited to spin this wheel? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Right. Oozing all excitement right, right, right now. Okay, ready? Hey, we got to help him out. Ready? Yeah. Church, come on, everybody say. Spin, spin that, that wheel. wheel. Give it up. Let's go E. E. Here we go. Come on. We need the E. Two. Oh, no, E. Twos. Oh, good job, Caleb. All right, go all right. We got, we got one more chance here, though, okay? Yeah. One more okay. chance here. Okay. All right, Let, let's ask her some tough questions. Her some tough questions. So what is your name? Well, I need a microphone here. So what is your name? Alyssa. Well, you got to say it loud. I didn't hear anything. Alyssa. <laughs> Alyssa. I, think, I don't know. Anyway. All right. Here is your question. This will be a super simple question. In the book of Lamentations, chapter yes! 8, verse 36. Yes! When they are crying out, what are they crying out about? Jesus. No. Good try. That's okay. That's I love okay. her confidence, though. She just said, I'm going with Jesus. Any trivia question, you just confidently say, Jesus. That's, that's, that's good. And if I people like say it. no, you're like, it is all about Jesus. Jesus is the answer for everything. So it's like, you, you can you, always you get out of You win. You yes. beat them. All right. So we're going to have you spin the wheel. You are our final hope, Alyssa. Oh, we okay. really need that E or you, no, none of us get candy, all right? So there's a lot riding on this, all right? It would be really great if you could get an E. Go for it. <laughs> we tried to talk him out of the jokes, but it just, it was, yeah. We still love him. When you okay. got the gift, you got I, it. You know, I tell the kids, and it's amazing how true it is, the louder you say spin the wheel, the better chance it has for E, right, kids? 
It's amazing. And we chant E. So right when she spins, start chanting E. Okay. And it's going to happen. All right, let's be ready. On three, everyone. One, two, three. Spin that wheel. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Troublemaker. Troublemaker. You did not express no. anything in the rules about. There's always that one child. Where are her parents? I, I, I. That's terrible. Yeah, I we know who it. you're related to. <laughs> we know. We know. All right, spin that wheel for real, I, Alyssa. All right, here we go. Uh, e, 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 come on, e, come on, bring that E, e, e come on, e, 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 come on, e, oh, 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 good try, good try, wah, 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 good try, you still got a piece of candy, we're happy for you, <laughs> we're really happy for you, but you know what, what we're going to do now is I want to invite you to stand, because part of being created for a purpose is being created for worship, and we're going to worship yeah. together uh, through this one song, just to get our blood flowing a little bit, but telling Jesus how much we love him, so let's worship together and give God all the glory. Yes, amen.
lost another one. I am free. I am free. I am free. Hey, I lost another one. I am free. I am free. I am free. Hey, I lost another one. this morning turn to somebody nearby before you're seated and look at them and tell them you were created for a purpose Good morning, Family Life Church. We are so happy you are with us today. For those that are new at Family Life Church, we invite you to attend our next Dunkin' with the Pastors, Sunday, November 27th, after both services in the cafe. Once a month, the pastors like to meet with those that are new over some very fattening donuts. Since 2005, we have partnered with the community to help kids find hope through sports. Our registration for our next basketball season is open now. If you're interested in serving as a coach, game day worker, or maybe the concession stand, please go to our website to sign up. 
Ladies, for our next coffee break this Tuesday at 6 p.m. in the cafe, we have a special treat. Lynn Newton and her team will be having a blind taste test of FLC Coffee and Dunkin'. This is for all ladies to catch up with friends or meet a few new ones. Feel free to bring your favorite drink to enjoy. Take a break and make time for you. No need to sign up, just come as you are. Join us on our third annual winter warm-up event at Family Life Church. If you haven't volunteered for one of our previous winter warm-ups, this is a great opportunity for you to receive such a great blessing from God. To see the joy and excitement on the eyes of the children as they receive, for some of them, what may be their very first new coat. Please take a moment and sign up in the main entrance. Time to dust off those hymnals and warm up those pipes. Ladies and gentlemen, make plans to attend our next hymn sing. Feel free to bring a dessert to share. There is a sign-up sheet in the main entrance. There is something for everyone here at Family Life Church. Be sure to check out your bulletin and connect with us online. If today is your first time with us, welcome to Family Life Church. We would love to connect with you today before you leave. The best way to do that is to fill out a connect card found at your seat, then bring it to our cafe for a free drink. Well, welcome to the family. Welcome to Family Life Church this morning. If you are visiting with us, uh, my name is Chris Massey. I'm one of the pastors here. Um, it is not normally this crazy. It's normally much worse. But, uh, you know, we, we are having a great time this morning. Uh, you know, one of the, the driving focuses for this family service is we love the idea that our kids get to see that, and I'll just say this, when I was a kid, when you were in kids' church, you were told if you didn't behave, you're going to the adult service. So by the time I was like grown up and I was like, okay, you're done being in kids' ministry, I'm like, wait, I'm being banished to the adult service forever? It's a terrible feeling. So we just had that, that desire to say, hey, we don't want to do that for our kids. We want our kids, our teens to know uh, what it's like to be in the adult service that we love to have fun together, but also wanted the opportunity for you to be able to see what our kids are learning and how they're growing and how they're being discipled. And, uh, you know, as we've said, we know that we were created for a purpose and understanding that purpose is kind of one of the difficult challenges of our life, but it's easier, I think, when you're a kid. How many of you knew what you wanted to be when you were a kid, Right. Yeah, okay. Well, we had a couple of kids that came in this morning, and their mom and dad were walking in with them and said, we, you know, can you tell Pastor Tyler you know, what, what you did yesterday? And so these two kids, they said they wanted to know if they could rake leaves for their mom and dad, which what parent wouldn't be excited about that, right? Now, there was a kicker that took place later. Then they came back and they said, well, shouldn't we get paid for raking these leaves? To which every parent's just like, uh, okay, I should have seen this coming, Okay. But they said, you know what? Nope, you're right. That's a, an extra chore, and, and we're glad that you're taking the initiative. So yeah, we will pay you. So they finish up, and the time comes, and they, they go to collect on their payment. And mom looks in her wallet, and she says, well, I've only got one bill here, and I'll have to get it split so I can give it to both of you girls. And you know what they said to mom? Nope. They said, mom, it doesn't matter. It's going to the church anyway. They were both working together to rake leaves to raise money for Boys and Girls Missionaries Crusade, BGMC, so that other kids around the world could know about Jesus. Yeah, isn't that awesome? And 
when you're a child, you can look with those kind of eyes. You can see that kind of vision. And obviously, we get a little bit older. I'm so grateful that when I was a child and I first started making any kind of money, my parents sat down with me and said, listen, you need to learn first and foremost how to honor God with everything that he gives you. And as I've done that in my life, God has blessed me. And I know some of you in here, you never had that lesson. Nobody sat you down and explained that to you. And it sounds like I can't afford to give to God. But really, when we realize that we were created with purpose, that God takes care of us, that he provides for every need, we realize it's worship to give back to him. And so we have multiple ways to give here at Family Life Church, and you can utilize whatever's best for your family. But I encourage you, if the faith of a couple of little girls is big enough to say, you know what, it doesn't matter because what we're doing is for Jesus anyway, I would encourage you, let that be your heart as you give back to the Lord. You know, I know if you go to Starbucks, it's like $9 for a glass of water. But you could give that same $9 to say, you know what, I want to see the kingdom of God go forward and advanced. So I just encourage you to pray over these offerings. Lord, we thank you for the heart of the children that is to give and to give generously. And God, I pray that that heart of generosity would be in every single one of us. God, guard us from getting too old or too stingy to be uh, generous with ourselves, God, but realizing that everything we have came from you anyway and giving it back to you is a, is a worshipful thing that we can do. And so God, I pray that you'll take these offerings that we give, use them for your glory so that another generation can know of your goodness in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. All right, all right. And Miss Amy has something she would like to share. So if you'd like to make your way to the stage, Miss Amy, and I'll take this microphone here for Miss Amy. It feels like you're walking up to the gauntlet as quiet as it is. It's okay. <laughs> Good morning, family life. It's so good to see you today. Today is a very special day because it is pastor appreciation. So if I could have all of our pastors come up, we have a little something for you. Um, we want to honor our pastors and their families. They do so much for us, and we are so blessed to have them uh, as a part of our family and our church and so we just have a little uh, gift for you. Um, pastor Chris is our lead pastor. Um, pastor Mike Sabella was here this morning. Um, if you didn't know, he had shoulder surgery. So you could just lift him up in prayer. Um, pastor Tyler is our children's pastor. And Pastor Matt is our new youth pastor. And Pastor Paul is our music pastor. So um, at this time, I'd like to just um, say a little prayer over them. And um, so if you could just join me together while we pray. Um, Father God, uh, I just thank you so much for our pastors and their families and, and all that they do for us, God. And I pray that you would just continue to minister to them, to bless them, to, to pour your favor over them, God. Give them wisdom as they continue to lead um, in all of their ministries, and um, we just thank you, and we just um, uh, want to just show how much we love them, God, and uh, thank you for everything that they do for us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, so as we are moving on in our service this morning, wanted to invite Pastor Matt to kind of share a little bit of a game with us, because, you know, we're talking about how I'm created for purpose, right? 
How many of you know I am created for purpose? Not just me, you. Like you can say that. I am created for purpose. So we're going to take a few moments to look at some things that their purpose is a little bit in question. Yeah. Is that fair? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. So, so we're going we're gonna to do that. So Pastor Matt, explain what that looks like for so us. So we play uh, icebreaker games in Life Youth. And really the purpose of an icebreaker game is really to get everybody... Uh, feeling welcome, they're feeling comfortable in the space that we're in. And so, I mean, I've had p- teenagers who come to uh, youth group before, and they don't really get much. Maybe they've never been to church before, but they don't really get much from, like, the, the time we talk about Jesus or anything like that. But they had fun. And so that's why we do icebreaker games. And so today's game that we're all going to play together yes. is yep. Did They Pumpkin Spice. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, man. So we're going to be looking at a lot of items today. So yeah. where, where are the pumpkin spice people at? Yeah. Where are you at? Come where on, you at? be it loud and proud. Just yeah. so you know, we do have pumpkin spice lattes in the Family Life Cafe. I'm just saying, just Whoa, saying. Whoa, nice. Good plug. For you to Good consider plug. later. That's yeah. great. Yeah, so today we're going to be looking at some specific items. Okay. A lot of them are really crazy, but we're just going to have a lot of fun. That's the directions. Just figure out if the following products have been pumpkin spiced. Oh, man. All right, here we go. Here's our first item. Bagels. Bagels. Okay. Oh, that's easy, right? Pumpkin spice. Right? If you guys think that bagels have been pumpkin spice, yes. raise your hand. They have been pumpkin spice. Wow, see, How many of you ate spice. one this morning? Anyone? <laughs> no. no. Okay, one. So you no, are saying no one. Real. No one. Oh, okay. I thought okay, they would have Raise your hand now if you think they have not been pumpkin I don't, that spice. That seems weird. Bagels, they have not been pumpkin spice. Like wow, that's a us. small okay. minority. Uh, all right, let's just find out. Did they spice it? Nice! They spiced Thomas. Oh. It makes sense. Thomas. Right? Oh, don't they make those weird little bread things that are just not very good? So, like, that's a step up from that. First of all, you're wrong. Oh. English muffins. That's amazing. what it is, English muffins. I love Thomas English muffins. There's Sorry, a lot yeah. of tension right I'm now. I'm not English. Calm down. Calm down. Oh, my goodness. No, I really want one. Okay, okay. let's <laughs> Before we just uh, dive oh, oh, no! Please. Did Taste the harvest. Sp- <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> I don't want to buy those. No. They pumpkin spice skills. Who thinks they did pumpkin spice? This one skills? tastes like dry leaves. No, okay. no, Adam, no. Yeah, I don't like, want it. Like apple cider, you know. Apple cider skittles. I, I would eat those. I mean, okay, I it's not pumpkin spice, but maybe is there any flavor. difference in how the skittles taste? Don't they all taste exactly the same? No, they taste like the rainbow. Oh, do you right? know Skittles? That's what they told me. That's a great question. I don't know. I'm, I'm maybe we should do like a blind taste test. Like, which Skittle are you eating? Nobody would know. Yeah, I don't That's a good point. Okay, sorry. Oh, let's see if they, they spiced it. They did. Oh, thank they the Lord. Thank the Lord. Sarah, there's just a line. You, can, you don't cross that line. <laughs> All right, let's see. Next one. Yes, that just sounds good. In the milk, right? All right, I just got a, like a side question here. How many of you are like the berry Captain Crunch people? Like it's got to have like the berry ones in it. Really? And how many of you are like just the regular Captain Crunch people? Yes. What's wrong yeah, yeah. with you? Oh, no fun. That's, why and would you go? They right? actually released a just the berries. Now we're talking. That yeah. would be very good. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Lord okay, help. Amen. They, they spiced the Captain Crunch. Raise your hand. Spice Captain Crunch. Wow, a lot of people. Yeah. They, they it like a, I know they have pumpkin like spice they Cheerios. They did not spice the Captain Crunch. They did not I have spice some Cheerios. It. They don't believe. They don't want it to happen. Yeah. Okay. All right, All right, well, what do we did think? They spice it. They did. Oh, oh you guys know. Hashtag missed opportunity. No. Like that is wow. Somebody needs to call General Mills. We're doing that after church okay. today. We're going to come Copyright up with Copyright Family yes. Life Church. 
All right, well, uh, that's the next. That'll be the next thing in our cafe. We'll sell marshmallows. <laughs> yes, marshmallows. Yeah. Who thinks that they have spiced pumpkin spice? That's something else that doesn't taste like anything. Marshmallows taste like marshmallows. You can't really. That's what I'm thinking. It's yeah. a marshmallow. It's just yeah, but what does a marshmallow taste like? Like it's a, a marshmallow. Like that's it. Like that's like asking what does a lemon taste like. It asks like it tastes like a, a lemon. You know what I mean? Like. That's fair. Like I feel like we're fair. going off a trail. Okay, sorry, here. sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Get back Who on says focus. they have not spiced the marshmallows? Here's hoping they didn't. It, we, it's so easy, though, right? It's easy. Yeah, but okay. why? Why would you want like hot chocolate with with pumpkin spice marshmallows? Like, good. anybody want that? That sounds great. Ooh, pumpkin. Right, let's see. Did they spice the marshmallows? They yes. Okay, hold on. I yeah. am having a thought here. If you use those and made rice krispie treats, you'd have pumpkin spice <gasps> rice krispie treats. That's Sandy, we know we're Come on, somebody's got to make that happen. Okay, I'm just saying. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. I love it. Go I ahead. love it. Let's hit our next one. No. Oh. Are, are there any Italians in the house right now that you're going to be offended if the answer is yes? You're going to be mad. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're talking like spaghetti sauce, right? This like, is spaghetti. Like red sauce. That tastes like pump. Please, Lord. Like... I'm assuming it's like a red sauce. No. Pumpkin that sauce. No. Was Remember what we were talking earlier about there, the lines spice. you don't cross? This seems like one of those lines. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so who says they have, have pumpkin spiced? The pasta sauce. Look at no. You guys are no. nuts. You believe? It. Definitely not. Yeah, no. There are certain no. lines you do not uh, cross. No. A lot of people have said they... No way. No. Let's don't. see if they cross the line. Don't do it. They cross... Oh! Oh, are you kidding That's me? That's disgusting. That's nasty. Ugh. I'm hoping it's more of like a puree. Who makes the you know? the fresh market like that is so gross? Like maybe it's like a like a puree. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Doesn't it look? Pasta. It looks to me like when you buy the pumpkin in the store to make a pumpkin pie. They just dumped it into yeah. a jar and said, hey, idiots, put this on your, your <laughs> spaghetti. I shouldn't have Tell said us that. how you really sorry, feel. Sorry, it's just a short story. Kids, let's go back to life, kids. <laughs> Crazy. All right, sorry, sorry. Yep, okay. okay. Let's hit the next one. <laughs> oh, no. That doesn't even make sense. Now, wait a minute. Did? It does make sense. I once had eye drops, and when I put them in my eye, I tasted like a metallic taste uh. in my mouth. So I think it's possible to get, a, I don't know how, but like a taste from your eyes to your mouth somehow. But wouldn't your eyes turn red? No, they turn orange. Does that make sense to anyone else? <laughs> I'm colorblind, red, green, colorblind, and you're picking on me, okay? It would turn orange. Yeah, that'd okay. be crazy. Is anyone bold enough to say that they did pumpkin spice the eye drops? Okay. They believe. Okay. Okay. Well, we got a lot of doubters. A lot of doubters. Okay. And who would say that they did not? They shouldn't. Spice. They shouldn't. <laughs> right? Anything they shouldn't. Shouldn't is not, not the same as did not. Anything. No, but yeah, they okay. shouldn't. Do not I put see. it in your eye if it's pumpkin All spice. All right, please. Let's see it. Let's see. Oh! oh! What? No! What? No! What? In your face. Oh, no, there man. is no way. We're going to buy disgusting. it for you. We're going to buy it. Is anybody? Oh, just kidding. Thank God. They wouldn't do that. That makes sense. That makes That's sense. Rough. That's rough. All right, all right. That was fun. That was fun. Thank you, guys. You can definitely get a pumpkin spice latte at the Family Life Cafe. Don't forget, all of your proceeds go to missions right. when you buy at the, at the 
Family Life Cafe. But now we are going to transition into what the kids really enjoy. It is Pastor Tyler's Drama Academy. Your host today, I am Pastor Tyler. I have this shirt on that says Life Kids, so I am him. All right. Um, so here's what we're going to do. Hey, these are my fishing poles. Yes, this sir. is great. Um, well, there, you got them all tangled up here. This reminds me of my own fishing trips. So these are my fishing poles. Oh, there we go. No problem. Uh, I can guarantee that they have never caught a fish. So it's, uh, you know, don't worry about how gross they are. But we're going to do a little bit of a try out here because in Pastor Tyler's Drama Academy, what we like to do is get a few volunteers from the crowd who will help us to act out our Bible story as we're learning that we are created for a purpose. So here's what I really need to know. Do we have any real fishermen in the room? Like, who, who is a real fisherman? See that cast? That was terrible. I think Brian is a really good fisherman. So come on, Brian. We could use it. How about the stage here? How about another guy? Are we got any other of our adults here that are fishermen? Come on. Wives, this is the time to point them out. All that time they spent, we'll like point them. Where, I see somebody pointing up here. Where we got? All right, send them up. Let's go. Come on, fishermen. Come on up. Come on up. All right, who else? We need, we need two students. Who else is a fisherman? Uh, Brad, come on up. You can be our fisherman. Here we go. Now, I need two students as well. I need two students. Let's see. Somebody who wasn't up here already. So if you were up here already, you can't raise your hand. All right, Benjamin, you can come on up. And let's see. Somebody over here. All the way in the back. Come on up here. Here we go. We'll get, we'll get from people here. Have you ever been fishing before? Yes. What does it say on that paper? What does it say? Oh, there you go. Fishy. Fishy. Yeah, so I've, I finally caught a fishy. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, with our, our, our expert fishermen here, and I'm sure you guys have caught this. Now, I want to get our, our guys, if you could come here, and I want, uh, Brad, you can stand here. Brian, if you would come stand over here. If you would do me a favor, um, as you're facing the crowd, I want both of you to close your eyes. Okay, okay. And, and I want you, just with your hands, show us the biggest fish you've ever caught. Just with your hands. We're just curious about this. Here we go. I'm telling you, we put on worship music. I feel Jesus. <laughs> that is great. That's great. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. I don't know if you've ever seen, um, I can't remember the, the comedian's name. He always talks about the different way people put up their hands in worship. He's like, my fish was this big. I'm a liar. <laughs> okay, well, here's what we're going to do. We need to get down to two teams here. So here's where, where you guys come into this, okay? You guys are going to come around to the front over here to help out our expert fishermen. And actually, here's what we'll turn this just a little bit. So you're going to stand here. And, and what is your name? Clinton. Clinton is going to stand right here. And what is your name again? Ben. Ben is going to stand right here. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. Our expert fishermen are going to get down on their knees, and you're going to toss as many fish into their mouths and see how many they can catch in about 30 seconds. That would have been an option, but we're not going that direction. So if you guys would just kind of get here, down on a knee, all right? Now, how many of you think, I mean, let's, I don't want to make this about who has the biggest mouth, but who do you think is going to win? Is it going to be Mr. Brad? That was weak. That doesn't seem like they really believe in you. Are you sure? Okay. How many of you think it's going to be Mr. Brian? He is a largemouth bass, that is for sure. All right, here we go. On the count of three. 
One, two, three, go. Get them in there, get them in there. You got to keep count of how many you fit. There we go. Wow, these guys are really getting it. Don't be afraid to hit them in the eye with a couple of them. That's all right, too. That's it. Keep it going, keep it going. One at a time. Here. Wow, wow. Whoa, whoa, keep it going. Keep it. Oh, right in the nose, that right in the nose. Okay, keep it going, keep it going. All right, are you guys keeping count? Here we go. Count it down. We're going to be 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. Whoa, you're through. Whoa, that's dangerous. All right, time's up, time's up, time's up. How many fish did you get in your mouth, Brad? Six. Six. How many did you get, Brian? Thirteen fish! That right there is a large mouth bass. Here we go. I like it. All right. So we'll excuse you guys from the stage. Thank you so much. Can we give a round of applause for our other tryouts here? No, Clinton. Clinton, you're, you're going to stay here. Brian, Mr. Brian, you're going to stay here. Here we go. Now I have two parts in, in, our, in our drama today that we're going to play out. So which one of you would like to be the fisherman? You want to be the fisherman? That's excellent. All right, so here you go. Here is your fishing pole, so you can be the fisherman. You get to be Jesus. You're still chewing. That's okay. That's all right. Uh, So you're going to go stand right over, well, yeah, you can stand over here. You'll be in your boat, all right, and you're going to be right there. Here we go. So this is going to be our, oh, there we go again. No worries. We're going to be reading out of Luke chapter 4, so you're going to stand right over there and face the crowd there, okay? And you are Jesus, so just like, you know, how how would you like be Jesus? Okay, that's one way. All right, here we go. One day, Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. So you have to, what are the preachers doing there preaching? Move your arms around. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's really good. That's like a preacher. I like the, what I'm seeing here. Okay, great crowds pressed in. So, you know, we're all here. We're, we're, we're loving to hear Jesus preach. And he noticed two empty boats on the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Then stepping into the one of the boats, I need you to like run and jump in that boat. Get it? Oh, oh you. This is a good, good shot. I liked it. He asked the owner to push out into the water. So you need to ask, can you push out into the water? Okay, so there, oh, okay, there you go. So you're still in the boat together. Then he sat and he taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where it is deeper. Okay, no, you go with him. Like, it's not like the boat separates. It's fine. <laughs> this is not the story of when Jesus walked on the water. Okay, then now you got to tell him, let down your nets and catch some fish. All right, there you go. But, but you're reluctant here, Clinton. So just a second, got to tell him, master. So look at him and say, master. master. Whoa, that was good. <laughs> say, we worked hard all night. We worked hard all night. And didn't catch anything. And didn't catch anything. He's angry. I can feel it. I've had nights like that. But if you say so, so, I'll let my nets down again. again. Okay. And this time, their nets were so full of fish that they began to tear, and they shout for help, brought their partners in from the other boat. And as soon, the boats were filled with fish. You got to haul all the fish in. There you go. Just, that's great. Yeah. Oh, don't hit anybody. It's fine. When Simon Peter realized what was happening, he fell to his knees. So you got to drop your pole and fall to your knees. Oh, okay. Be submitting a receipt for that. <laughs> he shouted, Oh, Lord, please leave me. Oh, Lord, please leave me. <laughs> he didn't laugh. 
Try it again. Try it again. It, it's like it's. That's better. I like that. I'm such a sinful man. All right, and you kind of give him a pat on the back, like, that's okay, it's okay. And then, for he was awestruck by the number of fish that they had caught, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. And Jesus replied to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. Can we give him a round of applause? Thank you so much. You can just lay that down right there. Thanks, guys. They did everything that they could. They were a great group. I really appreciate you guys so much. And, uh, you know, we learned from this story that Jesus came and got these guys exactly where they were. If we get our worship team, is going to get into place here. We're going to get back into a moment of worship together because we were created to worship. Worship is a part of our reason for existing. And when we connect with God, we, we connect with that purpose that he has given us. So I want to invite you to stand as we get ready to open up in this time of worship again. But to remember that God is calling to you and that answer has to come from us. We have to think to ourselves, how will I respond to Jesus this morning?
This is what living looks like This is what freedom feels like This is what heaven sounds like We praise you, we praise you This is what living looks like This is what freedom feels like This is what heaven sounds like We praise you, we praise you This is what living looks like This is what freedom feels like This is what heaven sounds like We praise you, we praise you We'll see you break down every wall We'll watch the giant fall For fear cannot survive when we praise you The God of breakthroughs on our side Forever lift him high With all creation cry God we praise you We'll see you break down every wall We'll watch the giant fall For fear cannot survive when we praise you The God of breakthroughs on our side Forever lift him high With all creation cry God we praise you Whoa, we praise you Whoa, we praise you Whoa, we praise you Whoa, we praise you Amen Aren't you glad we were created to praise him? Hallelujah Enough, take me back to where we start. 
Lord, you do have a plan for us. You have a purpose for us. Lord, our purpose is to connect with you, to be led by you. Lord, 
just have you be our everything, God. That's what we want. I pray you just continue to drive that into our hearts today, Lord. Thank you for all that you're doing. Just pray your blessings on us, God. Continue to move today, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Aren't you glad that we could just be in his presence? Isn't it an awesome thing? He said, continue on. You can be seated at this time. Thank you, Pastor Paul and the worship team. Man, who's having fun at family service? Awesome. Lord's so good. Well, the kids here, they know me as Pastor Tyler. And kids, how many, yeah, hi guys. Hi, how are you? You guys are awesome. I, yeah, hi, hi. I'll say hi to all of you. Awesome. Isn't it cool to be with the adults and to show them how we have fun learning about Jesus, but also to see how our adults spend time worshiping Jesus. Back in life, kids, we love to have tons of fun. We do. I mean, Pastor Tyler's Drama Academy, that was the best that's ever been done. Good job, Pastor Tyler, or Pastor Chris, I don't know who you are. Awesome. That was incredible. And so, man, we love to have fun, but most importantly, we love to dig deep into God's Word. We know that the Lord can work through all of our kids, and our kids five and under are back in their rooms right now learning about God's Word. So kids, let's see who's been paying attention for some candy. Glad to give out some candy. Who remembers our faith back to the day? And we've only said it a couple times, I, youth, that's cool. What's the faith act, bro? I am created for a purpose. Boom! Good job, life youth. Represent. I, I am created for a purpose. Boom! Nice. I, adults, we need some adults to represent some adults. Okay, good. Come on, some adults. We can do it. I believe in you. I am created for a purpose. Amen. All right, everyone, on the count of three, let's say it together. One, two, three. I am. Wow, great job, everyone. So I want to share with you for a couple moments, and I want to read right now from Psalms 139, uh, verses 13 and 16. So here it is. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Verse 16. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. You see, every single person here, you were created on purpose. That's right. You were created on purpose for a purpose. That means that God intentionally created each and every one of you in your mother's room with a purpose already in mind. For our kids, for our teens, for our adults, that's how amazing our God, he created you intentionally for a purpose. And not only did he have a purpose in mind, but every one of your days, imagine this kids, here's what this means. Every one of your days in his book were written down before one of them came to be. God knows everything that's going to happen in your life. Your book is already written. So man, we are loved by our Savior. And you know, when we're talking about I am created for a purpose, how many of you when you go shopping for a kid's toys or uh, I feel like we have a lot of hunters, bows and arrows, there's age restrictions underneath, aren't there? Right? There's age restrictions. This is for anyone above the age of 12, anyone above the age of five. But you see, 
we are talking about a purpose, and there's not age restrictions. There's this very common picture, maybe you've seen it. It's a picture of Jesus and the disciples at a table. Now, if you look at this picture, you might have seen it online or in a book. It makes the disciples look like 30-year-old men, right? They have beards. They look like middle-aged men. Well, you see, this photo is actually not accurate, because Jesus' disciples, it talks about through study, the oldest disciple was Peter, and he was between 19 and 20 years old. The youngest disciple was 13 to 14 years old. Doesn't that put it into perspective a little bit? That Jesus, the disciples who he said, follow me, were teenagers, that's right, teenagers. He said, come and follow me because the purpose of our life is to glorify the Lord and to follow him in every area of our life. In life, kids, we teach living life for Jesus every single day in your schools, in your neighborhoods. Teenagers, Pastor Matt talks about being a missionary in your friend group. You know, me and my wife were sitting around the table the other day and something we began to talk about and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. A question we ask kids all the time, what do you want to be when you grow up, right? How many of you ever asked that question? Or you've got asked that question, what do you want to be when you grow up? A doctor, work with animals, work with people, right? But that concept is, what do you want to be later in life? What do you want to do later in life? You see, for God's purpose, we don't have to wait. God has a purpose for every age right now for two-year-olds, five-year-olds, seven-year-olds, 15-year-olds, adults. God's purpose starts right now for every single age. We teach our kids how to live their life for Jesus. Our baby's back there right now. Guess what? My son, who's six months, he has a purpose. God has a purpose for his life, and I pray that he would already begin to love the Lord. That's right, my six-month-old. And what's amazing what happened when kids understand their purpose, which is to glorify and live life for Jesus. There was a six-year-old girl, and I've heard this story. It, it was uh, this in our past experiences, kids pastors. She was six years old, and she wanted to come to church. Her parents didn't want to bring her to church, so her grandmother brought her to church. She's six years old. She came to church. She loved it. She gave her life to Jesus. It was incredible. She goes home, and for five weeks, she tells her parents, I gave my life to Jesus. She was so excited, and she said, Mom and Dad, you have to come to church with me. For five weeks, she invited them to church, and eventually the parents said, just stop talking about it. We'll come to church, okay? Leave us alone. We'll go to the place. <laughs> they came. Mom and dad came to church. And you know, that Sunday, the mom and the dad got saved and gave their life to Jesus. Yeah, it's incredible. And the little girl didn't stop there. She's like, I think I have some uncles and aunts who don't know Jesus. So she goes and tells them, and they come to know Jesus. And then she's like, I think there's people in my school. She understood the purpose that God has given her at the age of six. And that is to love the Lord with all my heart and to go out 
and share it. So when you look around this room, just take a moment. Look at all the kids in here. Look at the kids. Look at the teenagers. God has a purpose for each and every one of their lives. And as a church, we can partner together and help them know their purpose and to follow the purpose that God has given them in their lives. So one more time, kids, stand up. Kids, let's say the faith fact. Kids, stand up. Come on. I believe in you. I know. All right, kids, you ready to say it? All right, do you, do you need my help or no? I heard mostly no's, okay. On three, here we go, kids. One, two, three. I am. All right, adults, on three, here we go, adults. One, two, three. Today, when you leave, remember, you are created for a purpose. I love that, I love that, I love that. Yeah, give it up for Pastor Tyler. That was incredible. Thanks for sharing that. Um, my name is Matt. I am. Uh, I have the honor to serve as youth pastor here. I'm brand new to the area and into the church, so I just want to say thank you so much for making my family feel welcome here. Uh, we love it. My wife, Mary, and my son, Miles, we are loving our time here. Um, so I, I love the, the faith fact I'm created for a purpose, but here's the reality, and I know this working with teenagers, that we live in a society in a world that gets distracted easily, okay? Like, I've seen a statistic that the minimum screen time, the average minimum screen time is six hours a day, all the way up to like 15 or 16 hours a day for teenagers. That is crazy. So we live in a world that gets so easily distracted. Like, um, I also heard a statistic that if, if a video doesn't grab somebody in like three seconds, it's on to the next video. Like that's like TikTok or Instagram. It's the same type of idea, right? Um, so I'm taking, I'm, my angle from this I'm created for a purpose is if you focus on Jesus, you will live life for your purpose. But before I dive in, um, who here is a coffee drinker? Okay, yes, amazing. Okay, uh, on three, I want to know your answer to this question. Can you tell me what the better coffee is, Starbucks or Dunkin'? Oh, wait, no, 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 hold on, ready? <laughs> One, two, three. Wow, Okay. Overwhelmingly, that was Starbucks. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> no, totally kidding. Yeah, okay, I love Dunkin'. I love Dunkin'. Um, I, I usually just went to Starbucks for the pumpkin spice, but actually, like, I tried this pumpkin drink at Dunkin'. It was awesome. I usually just get black coffee when I go out. But there was this one time about six months ago, I uh, got a, I had an iced coffee from Dunkin', and I was holding my son, Miles, and, you know, thinking, I was in a conversation with somebody, and Miles is, he just learned how to, you know, sip from a straw not too long ago, so he's, like, going like this, trying to, like, sip out of my iced coffee, and of course, you don't want your one-and-a-half-year-old to drink iced coffee, of course, of course, you guys are good parents, you don't want that to happen, <laughs> right, so I'm thinking, okay, but what happened, I got distracted, and little did I know, I'm, ha I'm in a conversation with somebody, and all of a sudden, this person in the conversation just starts laughing, Miles is chugging the iced coffee, just chugging it. And I'm like, man, oh. But uh, yeah, he didn't take a nap that day, actually. 
<laughs> but uh, it's, it's, I got distracted from what was happening. I got distracted from my purpose of being a good parent and taking care of my child and not giving a one-year-old caffeine. And so, I mean, so many times in our life, we, and I love this story about Peter. I love this story about Peter because he did, he had three simple, he did three simple things to stay focused on Jesus, to, 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 to focus on Jesus and live in his purpose. And the first simple step that he did is he just said yes. Like, think about that for a second. Peter took fishing advice from a religious teacher. That'd be like me as a pastor coming to your workplace. I don't know if you're an accountant or a construction worker and telling you what to do and how to do it. You'd be like, okay, Matt, sounds good. Like, you'd be like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not, it's not the same, right? But Peter recognized that there was supernatural power that Jesus had. And so he just said yes. And the miraculous actually happened. So I think our first thing that we need to do to stay focused on our purpose, because we are created for a purpose, is that we just need to say yes to Jesus. He'll take care of the rest. Like in your workplace, in, in your family, just say, like I love that story about the little girl. Like she just said yes to Jesus and let Jesus do the work. And that's the beauty of it too. Um, and I, I just love it. Stay focused on Jesus and, and you will live in your purpose. The second thing that, that Peter did is he just stayed humble. Like, it's incredible. He said, actually, he's like, get away from me, Lord, because I'm a sinful man. Like, basically what he was saying was like, God, I don't think you can use me. And so many times in our lives, we think that the better things of God, the bigger things that God will do, and it happens to other people. It doesn't happen to us. But in reality, and I just want you to switch your perspective on this, Jesus used Peter's humility in that moment and said, no, no, no. Humility is the first step for a disciple of Jesus Christ. That's what it is. So he stayed focused on Jesus by staying humble. And so what we do in uh, Life Youth is we, um, I believe that conversation is one of the best ways to implant truth and to come to truth in, in today's teenage culture. Like I think it was like probably for a while, like the teaching student model it's kind of changing in, in teenage ministry it's kind of changing to more of circles and less rows and so what we do in life youth is we have small groups and we ask questions and um i'm not gonna make you do that right now everybody you can take a, a little breather um but i i think that that is beautiful so if this was me if this was like life youth i would ask you a question in your small group but just ponder it in your own heart so okay peter says yes he stays hum humble and here's what I would ask you. Here's what I would ask you. What are you allowing in your life to steal your focus from Jesus? Think about that for two seconds. What are you allowing in your life to steal your focus from Jesus? And I think that distractions in our life kind of whisper a couple things to us. Like a, a busy schedule kind of whispers that we're important. Kind of whispers that our value in life should be taken from what we do rather than who we are. And Jesus is just, he just totally flips the paradigm. He says, I, I look at you, Peter, somebody who's a fisherman, and I think you're going to be the best missionary ever. Like the, 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 one of the most like impactful people of all time. Because he just said yes, and he stayed humble. And his, the last thing he did was he's changed his perspective. Uh, Jesus said to Peter, he said, don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. Like, so basically he said, hey, 
whether it's here or with me, what you're going to be doing is helping people come to me. And it's such an interesting perspective that I think we all need to have is that I think that like Jesus gives us our social groups, our jobs to be used for him. Like I like live life for Jesus, like the the Life Kids logo or whatever slogan, I don't know what I call it. The live life for Jesus, that goes for literally everybody. That's not just for Life Kids. Um, but the vision I cast it for Life Youth. Okay, Life Youth, look at me. Okay. Are you ready? You are a missionary to your friend group. Thank you. I love it. Yes. I love it. Because that's the perspective that you need to have in your life is that you are a missionary to your friend group. And then adults and kids, that's the same for you. You are a missionary to wherever God's placed you. Like God puts you wherever you are for a reason. Like it's not by accident that you're in the job that you're in, that you have the family members that you have. It's not for an accident that those things happen. It's for a purpose. And that purpose is to live life for Jesus and help others do the same thing. So I just think that's so so exciting. Paul says it like this in the book of Philippians, and you've probably heard this before, um, to live is Christ and to die is gain. So what that means is basically said, if I'm alive, true life is living for Christ. It's not getting distracted by so many things in our life that could easily steal our value and steal our attention. It's when I'm alive, I am living for Christ. And worship team, would you just come at this time? Worship, we're about to close up. Here's my small group question that I would ask you, but it's not small groups, but I just want you to ponder it. Here it is. In everything I do, am I fully living for Christ? In everything I do, am I fully living for Christ? Or are you allowing distractions in? Are you allowing things in your life that steal your value and they steal your joy And they steal your purpose because when you're focused on Jesus, then you can live in your purpose. And I love it because I talk about it like this. Like God created you specifically to have a relationship with him. Like I love it. I am created for a purpose. I'm made for more. I'm created for a purpose. Like literally you were created. The best life you possibly can have is the life with Jesus Christ. Like that's how, how it is. I'm literally created to have a life with Jesus Christ. I'm literally created so that we can have um, fellowship with him and he will give you joy. Just like he gave Peter a ton of fish in that moment. God does the work. He takes care of the rest. So let's, uh, let's close it this time. Chris, I'm gonna ask you up. As we kind of thought through this message together, Words like survive, get through, make it through another day, make it through another season. And as adults, I think we can identify with that to some extent. And, you know, we look at our kids and we see in them, and Jesus made so clear that he said, don't keep little children from coming from me, coming to me. He goes, bring them to me. And then he said to us as adults, he said, if you want to come to me, you've got to have faith like them. And then a little kid, you tell them that they're created for a purpose, and they just soak it up. They're like, I, I have a purpose. Like, they're going to go home and tell mom and dad, I've got a purpose. I've got a purpose. And they start to think of, oh, can I rake leaves to fulfill that purpose? Could I, could I collect spare change to fill that purpose? Like, they start to just think those ways. 
But then as they get a little bit older, our teens, they, they begin to wrestle with this on a different level. Oh yeah, I'm created for a purpose. Like maybe my purpose is to start a Bible club, but I've got so much of baseball practice and volleyball and I've got this big test coming up and I, I, I want to fulfill that purpose, but I've just got so much else to do. And then for our adults, you know, we're in that boat that at the far end of the other side here that we're like, yeah, I want to believe that I've got purpose, but right now I'm just trying to survive my kids or my job. I'm trying to survive our economy. I'm just trying to survive this and, and get through that. And maybe after this is over, that'll get better. And, and I'm just waiting and, you know, and, and we're so distant and removed from the idea that we have purpose. And I think the question that Pastor Matt asked is so poignant for every single one of us. Are you living in God's purpose for your life? Not, not are you surviving. Not are you making it through. Not are you getting the bills paid and keeping the ends met and keeping the kids going. Are you living God's purpose for your life? Because here's the reality. You only get one. You can't get this year back if you don't live for Jesus this year. You can't get a decade back that you didn't live in the purpose that God has for you. It's a decision that we make. And, and guys, I think if we could learn anything, you know, from our, our students, the youngest in here who might be able to walk out of here with that bold faith that just is so hungry to see what their purpose is, that it might ignite a passion in us once again to stop and think, not what am I here to survive through and get through, uh, God, I believe in my heart that you created me for a reason. I believe that I'm placed in my family and in my community and among my peers and my worker, you know, my coworkers for a reason. And it wasn't just to put in my hours and get my paycheck and keep things going. God, what is that purpose? And it's hard for us to think outside of survival, but I want to challenge you to do so. I want to ask you to stand as we get ready to close in, in prayer together here. But listen, I don't have to be a prophet or have a prophetic gift to know that there are people in this room who are struggling with finding God's purpose for their lives. Struggling with that tension of what I have to do and what I was created to do. What, what God ignited in me is a passion and what I'm stuck doing because it keeps me going. And I just really want to challenge you that that God's plan for you, no matter how scary it seems to make the transition and go after it, is always going to be worth it in the end. You were created for a purpose. I was created for a purpose. And mine's not better than yours and yours isn't better than mine. At the end of the day, all we have is the simple obedience to say, yes, God, yes, I'll do it. Send me, take me, I'll, I'll do it. Whatever you want to do, I'll leave everything behind if that's what you ask me to do. But I ask you to close your eyes as we begin to pray. And if you're here today and maybe you're in that place and you say, I, I feel that tension myself, whether you're a child, a teenager, or an adult in this room, I feel that tension in myself to want to step into the purpose that God has for me, but I either don't know what it is or I don't feel like I could make that choice right now. Could you just slip up a hand because I want to pray for you. Thank you. Yeah, so many hands in this room. Don't be ashamed of that because that's where we're at. That's the tension that we're dealing with as followers of Jesus. I want to pray for you right now, but I, I want to ask you to do something. Just in the people around you, 
Could you just lay a hand on somebody as we begin to pray together or, or join hands together? Connect with somebody as we begin to pray. But let's just begin to believe that God wants to do more than just survival in us. He wants to lead us to the place of purpose that he has for our life. So God, right now, in Jesus' name, I just pray for every single man, woman, and child in this room. God, would you just begin to reveal to every one of us right now that we were created for a purpose? God, that this is not just about surviving a season, surviving a day, getting through to retirement or our kids are raised or any other idea that we have in our minds of what the next level is. God, would you remind us that you made us with purpose in mind. You saw our unformed bodies. You called out to us in our mother's wombs and you said, child, I have a plan for you to prosper you, to give you hope and peace. You who were nobody who would be a part of the people of God. Lord, I pray that you would just put that hope back in our hearts. That we were made for more. We were made for more. And God, that as we step into purpose, that we would begin to see the blessing and the peace of God that passes all understanding as we just live that purpose for your glory. So God, I pray that you would awaken that now. For those who don't know what it is, show them. For those who know what it is, but it's a scary move to, to trust you, put faith in their hearts that would move that mountain. Help them to step into it, God. Lord, we want to live with purpose for you because there's a world that needs to know you. And this life is far too short to waste on anything that doesn't bring you glory. And so, God, I pray your blessings over each of us as we go today. As we go into our mission field, God, that we would look with eyes like Jesus to the world around us and begin to think about our purpose. We thank you, Lord, and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, our, our prayer team will be up here and would love to pray with you this morning. You are created for a purpose. Go out and live that purpose in Jesus' name.